Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell, coast to coast. So all I hear is uh, you can't judge love by uh, the book that he wrote against the Bears because, you know, the Bears stink. And so uh, we haven't seen enough of love to believe in him. Well, I got to tell you, he looked fantastic against Chicago, and I don't care who he plays. I don't care if it's the Bears or the Lions or anybody else. He looks like he's got the offense down. He played without Watson. He still lit it up. He still threw for yards. He still threw three TDs. I thought he uh, played with confidence. He looked fantastic. Now, all of a sudden, I'm supposed to be worried about him because he's playing the vaunted Atlanta Falcons. Like, come on, give me a break. I think the kid can flat out play. Uh, I think he can flat out play as well. Uh, We thought coming into the season that love uh, was going to step up uh, and be a very good replacement for Rodgers. And he, I don't care who's playing the Bears. Yes, the Bears suck. It's still the NFL. Uh, you say right. this all the time. It's pain It's pain day. You know, you go out there and you got to make it happen. The Bears were favored. Uh, the Bears were favored in the game, uh, and Love uh, dropped it on them. So uh, that's all you need to know there. Now, I'm a little nervous about some of the weapons. I mean, might not have Watson again. Jones, of course, was hobbled and left the game last week. Jones was great. So that stuff does concern me. But him moving the football potentially against the Falcons, uh, I'm not so concerned about that. Here's Matt LaFleur, wants to keep building Jordan Love's confidence. Yeah, I think it, this game's all about consistency, and you got to build upon a, a solid performance. And, you know, I think the more reps he gets, the more confident and more comfortable he will get. And um, I thought all in all, you know, he had a, he had a really good day. And we're going to have a, harder, a, a, a more difficult challenge in front of us. Um, just in some of the things that Atlanta does. They're a very aggressive defense. I think they're very good up front and can generate a lot of pressure. And they're, they're going to challenge you on the perimeter. So I think every week is, is a different challenge in terms of what somebody does or, or maybe the personnel, whatever it may be. Um, and so it's, it's just the next challenge. Look, a couple things. One, I think that we're going to find out throughout this year, at the end of the year, we'll have a better gauge of how good LaFleur really is as a coach because he's not uh, standing there watching Aaron Rodgers make him look good every week. Fair enough? Secondly, uh, I think the Falcons are maybe a floor above the Bears, maybe two floors above the Bears maximum. Let's calm down about the Falcons being uh, some juggernaut here. I think Art Smith's a good coach. I think they have some studs, uh, but they have had their own identity crisis down in Atlanta with that football team for ever, okay? And they have never lived down, and no one wants to hear it, but they've never lived down to Super Bowl collapse. And I think they're a better team, but it's not like I think they're some kind of team that uh, the Packers are really that scared to death of. Go down, play your game, let this kid sling it, let him get out of the pocket and do what he does, and let's see if they can steal one on the road. I think the Falcons are better. I like Bijan. I think the defense is better. I like Art Smith, but I also like Love and the Packers, and I already seen what they can do. So 
and I, you know, I thought the Falcons looked really good beating Carolina, but I think Carolina's playing with a rookie. So I think that kid's going to learn the hard way. And I think, you know, maybe the kid will win on Monday night at home. We'll see. He's going to have some highs, some lows. The, you know, I'm talking about young in Carolina, but that's who the Falcons beat. So let's not get carried away about the Falcons. Fair enough? Uh, fair enough. Officially today, uh, Aaron Jones did not practice, so he didn't practice all week. He's listed as questionable uh, for the game. Watson was limited today. He is questionable as well. This was Packers minus one and a half early in the week, Scotty. Now Falcons minus one and a half with a total of flat 40. I think this is going to be a very good game. I'm going to give a slight edge to the Falcons. I just because I... I I'm a Falcon guy this year. I've got uh, so much stuff on the Falcons. I'm going to be rooting for them. Because you got money on them. I'm on the Packers. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's pretty much why. Uh, there you go. Packers and the Falcons Sunday at 1. The Giants got blasted at home by the Cowboys on Sunday night. 40 to nothing. They now hit the road. They're going to be staying out west for a few days, Scotty. They're in Arizona on Sunday going to stay out west and then play Thursday night in San Francisco against the 49ers. So this is a is, you talk about a must win. You know that's going to be tough going to the Niners on Thursday. They will be in Arizona. Brian Dable hopes the offensive line which was putrid against Dallas uh, could step up and finally get something done. Yeah, I think you're looking for emotion every week. Um, but again, we believe in, in what we do and how we do it, and uh, we got to go out there and prepare well and practice well and ultimately play well and coach well on, on Sunday. Jordan asked about just what you've seen from the team as a whole, but what have you seen from the O-line group, like how they've processed? Yeah, you try, to, you try to be as consistent as you can. So you're not going to ride a roller coaster. Again, results, terrible, uh, but you're not going to ride a roller coaster. Not how we, not how we do things. We're going to be consistent with how we teach, how we practice, how we prepare, and uh, try to do a better job. I think they win against uh, Arizona, and then they go get their ass beat by the Niners. They'll be one and two. Yeah, that's a tough, uh, tough way to go. This is now back to four, this line. Four and a half early in the week, got as high as six, and now has dropped back to Giants minus four. 39 and a half is the total. I, I, gotta, I think they cover the four. I know four and fives are always dangerous when we talk about these games. But I think they could cover the four, Scotty, on Sunday. I think they pound Barkley, and I think the defense yeah. does the rest because Arizona stinks. Uh, Arizona does stink. Uh, Zach Wilson, of course, is going to get the ball for the Jets. They are in Dallas against the Cowboys. Lost a lot of confidence in the locker room last year. They bring in Aaron Rodgers. He thinks he does not need to regain uh, confidence. He says everyone's behind him. Here he is. I don't think I need to think of it like that. You know, I think how I can go out there and play football will earn that trust back from those guys. And, you know, I, I would say I have a very good relationship with everybody in this locker room. You know, we joke around, we, we lunch together, we go out for O-line QB dinners. And so, you know, I would always feel like the guys in this locker room have my back just like I got their back no matter what. They have no choice. They lost That's Aaron Rodgers. They have no choice than to support this kid and I want to see the kids succeed. Uh, it gets worse by the day. Uh, today I saw all day long trying to trade for Kirk Cousins. I mean, what's tomorrow? Is it going to bring, they're going to trade for Jesus? Is Jesus going to get a deal with the Jets? I, I, it gets worse by the day, the suggestions. It's embarrassing. Let the kid play and let's see how the cookie crumbles. The Jets defense will do the rest. They're going to punch everyone right in the throat in the Adam's apple. And this kid needs to not overdo anything. I mean, he's got two great backs, and he can throw the ball. He can sling it deep, short. Be smarter. Quit acting like you're a badass a year into the league because you were drafted number two. He humiliated himself. Now he knows he's got a job to do. Grow up and beat a man. I think he can do it. Cowboys. Cowboys minus nine, 38 and a half. I got to grab that juicy burger nine spots. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. So uh, the fans clamor every week for Dr. Shivago. Here he is, Dr. David Chow, the famed doctor in the NFL from Sports Injury Central, pro football doc on X, social media. You can follow him. You can see him here every week on C2C. Good to see you, Doc. Let's start with uh, Aaron Rodgers' surgery. And, you know, this is a complicated uh, surgery based on how they fix it and how long it takes. It's a lot like if you ask me, right? Like, I'm not a doctor, as you know, but I play one on General Hospital. Uh, it's uh, the Tommy John. It takes like almost a year to recover from this and massive amounts of PT. So I want to know what you've seen in your career from anyone that's had this injury at his age. Well, you know, first of all, let's get it clear. I call Aaron Rodgers at the age of 39 and coming back at the age of 40 young because he's younger than me. That's the definition, right? Uh, the recovery, though, is actually become fairly reliable. The rehab is grueling, and the surgery itself is actually fairly simple surgery. It's the recovery timeline and the rehab that is grueling. But the good news is, uh, you can count on that he will be ready to go for the start of next season. That's what I've been saying. And today, Aaron Rodgers has even indicated that. I, I think he's going to be there for the Jets next season with a slam slight chance of something funny happening and accelerating and, and coming back to the Jets late, late this season or playoffs. Oh, there is no way that guy's playing this year. There is no way that that guy is coming back from an Achilles. Tell people what the rehab is like uh, from this surgery. I had, now listen, even rotator cuff surgery, the first three months I could lift my arm not even five inches. Uh, it takes what? nine months. Uh, and that's nothing compared to an Achilles. What is the general rehab for an Achilles tear and surgery to fix it and the steps you have to go through to recover? It's a lot. It's it's a lot of months. Remember, Cam Akers returned to play at six months and he wasn't 100 percent. We talked about that. But the position of running back takes a lot more. I'm just saying, look, I don't think he's coming back this year. I agree with you, Scott. I'm just saying there's a slim sliver chance, like a like a winning the lottery chance that he could. But you watch when he's back on the sidelines around the middle of this season, walking around in a boot, the rumors are going to start to fly again. But that also adds credence that he's ready to go for week one next season, no problem. That's all they should live for based on they're lucky he's going to do that at his age. I don't care what anybody says that he could come back after this. Like I compared it to Mamba. Uh, Kobe did it and he is driven like no other that I've ever seen more so than Aaron Rodgers, if you ask me. Uh, and he's had way more injuries than Aaron Rodgers. And that guy came back from everything and watching him, the training and the PT to come back from that was the most grueling thing he had ever been through in his life. And now if I put Aaron in those shoes, I just don't see it. It'll be a miracle in my opinion that he comes back and plays next year for them and let's say beyond. And that's what they should hope for. This year they have to worry about other things. All right, let's talk about Kelsey. He's gonna go, Jones is back. 
Kelsey was the one that was injured, though, with the bone bruise and the hyperextended knee. How do you feel he's going to be able to execute for the Chiefs in Jacksonville? Well, even today, I know he faked an injury a little bit for the media when he came onto the practice field. A little bit of the other video I've seen, he still has a little hitch in his gait. I think the Chiefs, you know, uh, you know, it's Travis Kelsey, and they proved they really need him. He's going to be out there. But I don't know if he's going to be out there for, you know, 70 offensive snaps or 25. Uh, let's talk about uh, Eckler from the Chargers. I'm hearing right now he's doubtful. Doubtful in the NFL means it's a very slim chance, less than like single digit chance, less than 5% that he plays. He has not practiced all week. And on Sunday in game, we put out based on video, he had a mild high ankle sprain on his, I think it was his right ankle, if I remember correctly. The bottom line is it does fit the narrative that he will miss. Do you sense in any regard that he seems to uh, start getting injured a lot now in the last couple of years? Well, you know, he's been a three-down back in a lot of ways, so he does get some injuries. But his history is he has tried and has come back quickly, so he has that in his favor. Let's talk about Aaron Jones' hammy. Look, a lot of hamstring injuries early season. We got a boatload of them here this from week one, Aaron Jones being one of them. Acclimation, early season injury. Aaron Jones seems unlikely to go this week. They've got A.J. Dillon. They don't want to make a mild hamstring worse. But, you know, that's what happens. You know, everyone's talking about turf and these big injuries. But when it's rainy and wet grass, you don't get the bigger injuries. Typically, you get a lot of muscle injuries. And Aaron Jones is a victim of one of about two dozen hamstring injuries across the league. So, uh, A, Watson, I still don't see him playing for the pack. And B... Uh, explain further what you're talking about with wet grass causing more strains and pulls and uh, et cetera. I, I don't understand because I, I do understand why everyone wants grass fields. I don't understand uh, why you think that those are all so problematic. Well, in my NFL experience, whenever it was wet weather or poor footing of any kind, that you had fewer big traumatic injuries but you had more muscle injuries because of poor footing. Uh, if your foot sticks in the ground, you get a high ankle, you tear your ACL, potentially Achilles or other things, or Liz Frank. If your foot is slipping as you're running and moving quickly, it's more likely to aggregate, aggregate, aggravate, easy for me to say, muscles. And early season acclimation injuries, muscles are at risk anyways. And with a lot of wet weather around the league last Sunday, I think that's what we're seeing. So, and Watson, you don't see him playing again? I think it's unlikely being the speedster that he is, not this week, although it's starting to look good for next week. Do you believe that the NFL should change every stadium to grass? I do believe that grass overall is safer to some extent than turf. There are different types of grass fields. There's different types of turf fields. And we just talked about how potentially, especially wet grass, but grass has a higher incidence of hamstring injuries. But in terms of the big bad ones that players and people fear, I do believe grass would be safer, but I hedge it that way because how do you have grass in MetLife Stadium? It's a question. And, and play a Sunday night game in the rain and a Monday night game, you know, what's going to be with that field? And I get so they do it for soccer, but they don't play back-to-back -back games. But also, soccer players are about 150 pounds. They're not 300-plus pound men tearing up the turf. So That's from a, a practical point. perspective, I get it. But from a medical and safety perspective, I am for grass. That's a really great point about the different sizes of uh, the players and types of bodies that are on these turfs. Do you think it's strictly about money and that, you know, this league that makes billions rollover, that it would cost them maybe a billion dollars to do every stadium in the league? Because it's uh, at least, you know, it's close to 100 million to, to lay one down. 
Well, look, I'm not a grass growing expert, but you know, certainly there are issues in inclement weather and different things, and you, maybe there's technology to do it. And certainly you can put more events into the stadium if you have other things from Taylor Swift concerts to you name it. So I don't know, but the grass is safer, but I don't think you can blame Aaron Rodgers' injury solely on the turf. Are you a Swifty, Dr. Shivago? Have you gone to see Taylor Swift? I, I, my pocketbook is because my daughter and my wife went, but I not. <laughs> all right, Doc. Everyone, uh, check out Sports Injury Central for all the updates up to the minute for Sunday's games and Sunday night's games, Monday night's doubleheader. We'll see you again next week, Doc. Thanks so much. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Ray. This is a whole new jungle. This is the Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. And BetMGM's incredible 1500 first bet offer with the bonus code SG1500. It's for all new BetMGM account users. Get the app on iOS or Android in the Play Store. Visit BetMGM.com. Sign up. Deposit at least $10 into your BetMGM Sportsbook account. Place your first wager. Receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if the bet loses. And if the bet does lose, your bonus bets are going to be available once the wager is settled. Check the terms and conditions at BetMGM.com. Com. All right, you got it all here. Uh, passing tutties, rushing uh, yards, receiving yards, anytime tutties. It's all evolving rapidly, Carver, huh? That uh, certainly is for the lion's share brought to you by BetMGM. I like what I get to do with you on a Friday. I know Davis couldn't slide in today because, I mean, I'm glad it is anyway. Let's go. It's a pain day Friday. Let's get involved. We'll start with the passing and a couple guys were looking to bounce back. A couple guys were looking to go after. First of all, Burrow. I mean, under 100 yards last week against the Browns, Scotty. Now facing a team that he has had some great games against. Now up to 266 and a half. We caught this this morning at 263. It's already gone up three yards. I still like it. 266 and a half for Burrow over against the Ravens on Sunday. You know, uh, <sighs> I think he has to have a better game than that inept performance in Cleveland. I still think Baltimore has a defense. I don't think they're going to make it easy on him, and the number keeps going up. And I think that number at 263.5, I'd be willing to say that window between there and 266 is where I think she lands for me. Next, we've got a couple of unders for you. First of all, Jimmy G in Buffalo against the Bills. Now, this is at 231 and a half, Scott. He did not even get to this last week in a win over the Broncos. And you're looking at a spot where I think the Bills are going to be 
playing very well, get themselves a big lead. So you're thinking, eh, maybe he gets a lot of garbage yards. I don't think so. I think the Bills are going to pound the rock in the second half if they're up. I don't think Jimmy G's going to be on a field a lot. Under 231 and a half for me for Jimmy G. I'm with you. Automatic here. He's going to get uh, stopped. He's going to have an awful day, and he's going to get thrown around like a rag doll. I mean, the Bills are coming to play in their home opener, and he will be their B. He's going to make uh, a long afternoon even longer playing them. It's going to be a nightmare. Next under for you. That's right. Another under is Dak against the Jets defense. Dak is at 214 and a half, Scotty. Only threw for a buck 40 against the Giants last week. I know that was a weird game, and he didn't play in the fourth quarter, etc. But the Jet defense is very good. We both think this is going to be a little bit of a low-scoring, grinded-out type of game. I think the Cowboys win, but Dak under 214.5 against the Jets. It's amazing to me that people are buying that now that they won 40 to nothing over the Giants, they're going to score 40 or 50 every week. They're the Cowboys. Trust me, they won't. And they're facing a defense that will stand there and punch back all day on Sunday. I don't care if it's in Jerry's world or if they play it in hell. I think it's going to be under. I'm with you. It's another nice price. And the last passing one I have for you is Tua with Miami in Foxborough on Sunday night. Now, look, I don't think he's going to go for 460 yards again. Why not? The number's 264, but I think he will go over this. Maybe not as much as last week, but he'll go over it Sunday night there uh, in Foxborough. 264 and a half to the over for Tua. He went 466. I say he goes 366, which means over. I like the price again here. Another great selection by you, Carver. High. Rushing now. Lamar kind of quiet on the ground last week with Lamar Jackson getting back out on the field. We hadn't seen him since last November. Now facing Cincinnati this week. Again, we told you Burrow has great numbers throwing against the Ravens. Lamar, great numbers rushing against the Bengals. Over 44 and a half. It's actually gone down once, guys. It's 43 and a half now since this morning. I still over for Lamar against Cincinnati. I, I like this one as well. I think he's going to have to have a 50-plus yard day rushing against the Bengals who have shown nothing. So far, they've shown nothing on either side of the ball that they can do anything right. So I think Lamar, who's so talented, takes advantage of that. Another good price. Uh, next one in the rushing is I'm going to go to Atlanta and Bijan Robinson. Now, last week, Scotty, I think they were just getting his feet wet. And he still had 56 yards against Carolina. 54 and a half. They're giving you basically the same number this week. I think he's going to do more than he did last week. Over 54 and a half for B. John Robinson. This is up to 55 now, by the way. I question this uh, because I believe at some level in Green Bay and their defense. I think it's going to be a really good game, and I'm not sure he's going to have some gigantic game. I hope he does. I'm a Bijan Mustard fan, but I, uh, I question whether he'll do it to this defense. Uh, let's see. Let's see the Packers prove me right that they're legit on both sides of the ball because the Bears couldn't do squat against them. I think that Mike Vrabel learned something last week in New Orleans in that loss uh, for his Titans. He needs to give the ball to Derrick Henry more uh, and take it out of Ryan Tannehill's hands. When Henry did get the ball last week, he played well. Over 85 and a half for Henry. And it doesn't sound like Hopkins is going to play either for Tennessee. Yeah, which is a massive concern for me. Uh, you know, one other thing, just uh, before I let it slip my mind, uh, Green Bay, I sure. thought up front last week against Chicago, they got all these draft picks. They all were yeah. studs. They couldn't run the ball. Fields kept getting lit up. Uh, I think they're tougher than anyone thinks they are. So uh, do I think Henry's going to have a good game? I do. I actually do. If they're going to win this game where nobody thinks they can win the game, uh, but we've already had this conversation about Warren Sharp. You and I all believe in him. Vrabel's team is going to show up. They have to pound Henry. Uh, the, he is the key to the cog. You get this guy going with a, a big game and the passing game opens up. Uh, obviously, Hopkins is a disappointment to me. Like, they get this guy, he's injured already. Like, honestly. So, if you don't have him, what are you going to do? Give it to the king. Give it to him anyway. Next, we'll go to Foxborough again on Sunday night. 
Dolphins were good last week, Scotty. They threw the ball over the place. But what else did they do? They gave up a lot of rushing yards, right? I mean, Eckler, before he got hurt, was running. That kid Kelly was running all over them. The rush defense for Miami was very bad. Let's get Ramondre Stevenson because you know Bill's going to want to run it too on Sunday night for the Pats. And it's small, 50 and a half. 50 and a half, the over for Stevenson Sunday night. I'll take a flyer on that. I think they have uh, the ability to pound the rock, and they have to, I think, run successfully to make Mac have those types of numbers that he had last week, because I thought he threw in the threes. No one saw that yeah. coming. Remember, uh, in the last six months, all we've heard about is that Mac Jones sucks and he's a bust. Now, all of a sudden, uh, he's throwing for, you know, mid threes and having a game uh, and keeping them in the game and slinging it. As far as I'm concerned, ever since he's been a Patriot, the guy can sling the ball. I think he's a good quarterback. I think the rest of the team is stunk. They have gone from Tom Brady to this kid, and it is what it is. It's going to take time to evolve and turn into something. I don't have a problem with Mac Jones, but if you want him to be better, Run the ball a lot, and it'll make the passing game turn into glory. Certainly will. All right, let me give you all the receiving at once in the matter of time, and then you can comment on them. Calvin Ridley for the Jaguars. It's now at 69 and a half, up from 68. He had a buck last week, Scotty. I think this is the guy that Lawrence is always going to be looking for. We're over for Ridley. Jameer Gibbs for the Lions, over 27 and a half now. He was over that last week in that opener Thursday night. Just like Bijan, I think he gets more work this Boom. week in his second NFL game. T. Higgins over 60 and a half, now down to 59 and a half. I think Burrow throws more. Higgins did nothing last week. Let's get him involved. And Brandon Ayuk for the Niners seems to be the guy that Purdy likes a lot. Now 61 and a half. It was 57 and a half earlier today. He had two tutties last week. I like him for over the yards. Uh, those are all brilliant. Uh, I am concerned about Higgins in the sense that they have uh, basically traded him already, and he's, like, not even on the Bengals yes. anymore. So I think his confidence might be a little bit shaken right now with the talk of, we're not going to pay this guy. He's out of here. Uh, that's got to turn sour for any player, and he's too good to be treated this way. And he might be like, you know what? Screw this whole thing. Get me out of here. And once you get to that mode – I don't see big games. Uh, let's get to the tutties now. Last night, we did have Hawkinson at uh, plus two bills, and we had Jalen Hurts, of course, in the Thursday night game. Here's what we like on Sunday. Fields did not get in the end zone last week. He actually didn't even run that much, Scotty, as they were getting whacked by the Packers. I think he'll run around a little bit more against the Bucks on Sunday, and he'll find the end zone at plus 145. I'm also going to give you Stephon Diggs with the bills. Even money, plus a hundy. He's going to score. Bills are going to run it up. Debo Samuel plus 120. Why? He always scores against the Rams. Book it. Debo against the Rams. He scores. Doesn't matter how it happens. Next, here's my two long shots for you. Sam Laporta, who? The tight end on the Lions last Thursday night. He was getting a lot of looks. I like it. Plus 260 for him and the Dallas defense against Zach Wilson. Let's take a shot, Scotty, at plus 320 that Zach makes a mistake and that really good Dallas D can pounce on it, whether it's a pick six, a fumble of the house, whatever we got. Uh, all of those are brilliant. The one I would say I'd have reservations about is Fields. I just think the Bears are awful. Uh, the Bears are awful, but they <laughs> Fields try to run around and do it himself. Maybe he can find the end zone, even at a loss. That's my You're look. You're probably right, but I, I mean, I got I to tell you, I don't have any faith in him. I saw him last week getting his head blown off. <laughs> I can understand that completely. There you go. The Lion's Share, brought to you by BetMGM for Sunday. Let's go. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. on a pain-free Friday C2C with your boy Carver. Hi, I'm Pharrell. I have to ask you, Mike, do you feel uh, there's more legitimacy and confidence in betting these props on a Sunday and cashing than the absolute heart attack, widowmaker stress of the spreads ruining my life on every game? Like last night, I mean, I got to tell you, my mood went from, I was enjoying the game. I had it all going. Everything was wonderful. I started feeling better. I was coughing less, everything. And then when they scored with a minute left, I mean to tell you, I I literally got Rhea. I I got sick. Like, I'm sick and tired of these spreads in the NFL. It's torture. Do you feel the best way to make money now is playing these props and not getting involved at all in these spreads? I think sometimes uh, for me, uh, it depends on how I look at the card on Sunday. You know, some weeks I'll look and there's a bunch of games that jump out at me and they say, oh, I really like these few games. Then there's other weeks, and this week's kind of one of them, where I look around and I'm like, I don't really like too much, but I like a lot of stuff, you know, on the prop stuff. Now, last week, the stuff I liked hit in terms of the sides, and the props weren't so great. So it ended up thinking, you know, it wasn't as good a week because the props didn't come through. If I would have just played the games, I would have been all right. There's other weeks where you could say the opposite. So I think it's sticking to one and just kind of getting into it. Like the touchdowns now, it's like the home runs. Like the home runs I started doing, and I haven't played a baseball side in months because I'm just playing the home runs, and that's all. And I could see a scenario where as we get a little deeper into the football season— I might just go with the touchdowns. But you hit two last even, night. Get involved. You had Hawkinson yeah. and Hurts. Yeah. Yeah, and Hawkinson and Hurts last night. And if I but that's the thing, and if I would have just did that, it would have been a would have been a good night. But it's one game, you get involved in a bunch of other stuff. You're playing yeah, but it's, it's I gotta so that's you, my you own personal thing. Two. I gotta stop that. You hit those two, and if yeah. I would have rolled them, I would have been instead of pushing you know, the only football right. I hit the Bethune-Cookman, but I wanted to hit that Eagle six. And instead, yeah. I was with you on Hertz. I was with you on Hawkinson, and I didn't bet it. So I would have been better off right. betting those, which I thought were automatic, and they did hit. And they did hit, uh, which was good. And I had them too, obviously, but I also had a bunch of different uh, yardage things throughout the game. I had other, like, crazy, you know, stuff that I'm playing live stuff. I need to just focus in on the stuff that I like sometimes. And that's just... Fair enough. That's just still the, the newness of the season, you know? We're still very early in the season. You're excited that it's back, and you're just kind of jumping and grabbing at a lot of stuff uh, because you're excited to have it back. I think right. that's kind of the thing that I fall into. And by the time we keep going here, I lock in a little bit more on specific things, and I just stay with that. Kind of like what happened with the, with the baseball, that's for Fair sure. Fair enough. Uh, this next game we are going to talk about, we uh, mentioned it a little bit in the lion's share, and that is the Sunday Nighter in Foxborough between the Dolphins and the Patriots. Of course, the Dolphins on the road two weeks in a row, one in Los Angeles last week uh, with a big performance from two and Tyree Kill and the crew. Here's Mike McDaniel, Scotty. A lot of respect, of course, for Bill Belichick on the other sideline. Here's Mike. The leader of the ship was on at the same job when we were all like, what's an iPod? <laughs> like, that's... So, I mean, it is, it is not... And and the coolest part about what they do is it's not um, it's not because they're entitled because they are it's because they work at stuff you can really see it um, and they're and 
you know, they have very strong um, and consistent technique and fundamentals that you can tell that um, from the top down and all the coaches on, on the defensive side that uh, it's non-negotiable um, to uh, – and then they work together. So I think they are uh, unique in what they do, um, and that's a testament to, um, you know, from, from an X's and O's standpoint – um, one of the one of the I don't know, founding fathers of the this generation of football. Oh Christ, is this boring? Honestly, <laughs> uh, I, I've been waiting for him to be funny for like a, a year now. Uh, he used to be funny, and it, it's just not happening. Here's the deal: this game's going to be really good. The Patriots play; they play D. They got a, a team that can run it and throw it. They're well coached. They lost. Here's the thing. I think one of the hardest things to do in the National Football League is to win on the road. And to do it two weeks in a row on the road is even harder. I think it's hard enough to win on the road. To do it back-to-back. Now, teams have to do it all the time, play two in a row on the road. And guess what happens? I mean, literally, like, 80% of the time, they don't win both games. Okay? It is brutal. So... I'm very leery of this game. It looks like people are like, oh, Miami, look what they did uh, in Los Angeles. They're just going to kill the Patriots. I don't think so. This is a scary game to bet. It certainly is. uh, Dolphins are three-point favorites on the road in Foxborough, 46 and a half. And why do you think it's so short? the total. Yeah, look, I... I saw it actually. If there's a three and a half, if this thing gets over three, I think it's definitely Patriots for me. Uh, if it gets and, and how about that outright half on for me? How about outright? I could see it. I could see it. Uh, I, I could absolutely see it. They didn't play poorly against the Eagles last week. They had a bad start. They didn't play well in the first quarter, uh, and then they kind of righted the ship a little bit. I could see it. Pats and Pittsburgh both lost at home in tight game uh, in in New England. Blowout in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh ain't playing that way against Cleveland. But I think the Pats will be ready. And I say they don't lose two in a row at home. Same thing. You're right. They're both the same situation. They both are playing home the first two weeks. They both, you know, they need a win. They're both home dogs uh, in both of these spots. I think it's, uh, I like what you're putting down there. I like both of them. Uh, when it comes to both of them. Uh, here's these other games that we did not get to yet. Indianapolis and Houston get together. Of course, Anthony Richardson and CJ Stroud uh, for you here. The two rookies will be matching up. As of right now, Scotty, uh, minus one for Houston. 39 and a half is the total. You know, I'd rather have gas, but I'll literally uh, take the Texans and lay the one. (laughs) I I have no interest in this football game. Uh, Chicago, the Bears, we mentioned, will be in Tampa against the Bucs. The Bucs are 1-0 after beating the Vikings last week, and they are favorites at home, minus two and a half. Low total here, 40 and a half. I'm not getting off the Bucs. They won. Uh, they won a big game on the road at U.S. Bank. Now they're going home opener for them, and they're playing the Bears. I think Baker gets it done. I think Evans has a big game. I think their defense is going to give Fields and the Bears problems. I'm with you. I'm on the Bucks as well. And finally, Washington, after their win at home against Arizona, they head west to Denver. The Broncos, of course, lost. Uh, to the Raiders at home last week, 17-16. Then they're laying three and a half against the Commanders. 38 and a half is the total. Washington Scotty will also get Chase Young back uh, in the mix this week. He doesn't matter. And uh, let's no. just say watching him play like one set of downs will be a miracle. And then they're going to get their ass beat in Denver. There is no way that Sean Payton is losing two in a row at home, and they're going to win and cover easily. Denver gets it done. They're another team at home that cannot afford to fail, or they're going to start going, how much are we paying this guy, and we can't win a game, and we're paying all this money for these tickets? Like, they're going to win at home on Sunday come hell or high water. There's another one. Pats, Steelers. And Broncos. Broncos, I'm like, it's like, it's like the gift that keeps on getting, like the big double bacon egg, just give me that burger. 
you start 0-2 with your first two games at home, you got major problems. Uh, I know you got me. You got You're major done. problems uh, continuing on in the season. All right, uh, Monday, of course, when we get back together, we will have not one but two Monday night games uh, to talk about on Monday. Saints are minus three in Carolina. Uh, Steelers are getting two and a half at home against the Browns, as we just met. So we'll focus more on those on Monday, Scott. Uh, Double header Monday night. I like it. Two games on Monday night. Let's roll. Well, they're, I think they're kind of like in some semblance running in concert with one another. One leg is on one ABC, one's on Which one do you yeah, think I'll yeah, be yeah. watching? I know you'll be. Uh, yes, you get the later one, the 815 with the Steelers, and that'll be on ABC. Yeah. 715 is the St. Panther game. Yeah. Uh, they'll get the earlier start on ESPN. There you go, NFL. You'll have more NFL uh, with Adam Kaplan in the final hour of coast to coast coming up i gotta get to a lot of college with you because we got college games tonight we got college games huge slate tomorrow first before i get to it though at 53 and a half uh for for, for bethune cookman last night against miami you know it's like you said you know they got a seven and that means now you got to cover 60 uh and a half that was it. it's such a difference just getting one score and miami scored a ton in the first half and then what they do in the second half they just laid down. They did nothing. They did nothing. They did half. exactly to a T what we said they would do. A, yeah. all the starters would sit and things would yep. change. And we said the entire day yesterday, all that Bethune has to do is score one touchdown and it turns into yep. 61 points. So they scored with uh, just under four left. And that was all she wrote. When they scored, I was in Shangri-La City because I covered it, hit the bat. That's all that matters. I think the Canes are definitely playing better football, and that's as far as I'll go. All these people that are crowning Miami that they're back and all this other nonsense, honestly, Christ almighty, they played Bethune-Cookman. They have always scheduled that team every few years they play yeah. them. And it's, it's as bad as... You know, Alabama and Georgia with the candy-ass saltwater taffy games they schedule. <laughs> it's automatic. But when you start laying 54, I am involved on the other side like a mother forreller, and I hit the bet. So if you don't like me, good. I don't care. I hit the bet. Miami, Miami will start their ACC schedule next week against Georgia Tech. Uh, so that's what Miami has coming their way after. Georgia Tech's got a quarterback. Night. Yes, they do. Three games tonight in college football. Virginia visits College Park against the Terps. Minus 14 and a half for Maryland. 47 and a half is the total right now. Army, this has gone from nine and a half earlier in the week to now seven and a half because UTSA's quarterback, Frank Harris, is a game time decision. And Utah State now catching nine and a half up from nine earlier in the day uh, in Colorado Springs against Air Force. That total at 45 and a half. Yeah, I already got involved at nine with uh, the Falcons out in Colorado Springs. I'm on Army. Uh, I don't know if I'm buying this uh, over uh, that Marenzi was talking about with Virginia, Maryland. I don't buy Virginia at all. I've already yeah, seen them lose. Score. And so, and Maryland, boy, I get so excited about Maryland football. <laughs> Well, look, I, here's what I know. I know that Maryland can score a little bit against bad teams. I know that Virginia really can't score any points at all. Uh, 14 and a half is tricky, but I'd probably lay it with Maryland uh, tonight at home. I'd Maryland is for crabs. Crab cakes and football. What do we do best? Than crab cakes and football. All right, uh, we'll come back uh, and we'll start to get into tomorrow. A lot of games tomorrow. Big college football Saturday. I can't wait. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Carmen Hyde just called me the devil, but that's because I bet on a lot of college football games on Saturdays. He said, you're the devil. I guess that would put me in the same category as well. All right, let's hit some of these bigger ones, and then I'll give you the racks. Number one, Penn State hits the road for the first time this season. They go to Champaign. Visit the Fighting Illini, 14-and-a-half-point road favorites. 48-and-a-half is your total. How about an under here instead of messing around with that yeah. big number? I think they uh, – Illinois I plays defense. Bielma, I like the under. I like the under as well. I think that that is also a pretty good way to play it. Next, we will go between the hedges to Athens, where South Carolina comes calling for the Bulldogs. First conference game for both of these teams. Uh, 27 and a half is the number here uh, for Georgia. Now, Georgia, Scotty, they've played a couple of these tune-up games. They've played these awful teams. uh, Haven't covered in either of them. 54 and a half is the total. Do you expect them to crank it up? Uh, here with South Carolina in town tomorrow. I like the over here because I think Spencer Rattler can play football. And he's older, smarter, he produces, he gets in games. They're not just going to roll this guy into nothingness. I think he scores. I don't want any part of that 27 and a hook. I also have told you I'm not buying just because they win two straight national championships. They're favored by 50 every week, and they play these – Bizarre game schedules, blah, 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 blah. Here you go. Now they're playing a guy that can play. And the I think they got a lot going for them that they're at uh, home where they get every call. And they don't lose in Sanford Stadium between the hedges. I'd rather see an over and not worry about it. Because, you know, I hate Georgia. So I, I, yeah. I, I pray to God they lose every time they play. I'm Them taking the 27 and a half because I got the better quarterback. South Carolina has the better quarterback in this You're game. You're right. So I'll take the 27 and a half. Give me the points with the better quarterback. Sounds good to me. That's why I like you, Carver High. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.